Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea in Portland. I am joined by my lovely running partner, Molly Williams. Hello. Uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so, all right. I would typically start by asking you, Molly, about the found, you know, about your found change right about now, which would then launch us into the topic of our show, which mm-hmm. is found talking to three different women about found change. So let's mm-hmm. hold off on that for a bit. Um, so I know we just ran this morning, so, you know, we've already talked a bunch, but, uh, what else is going on in your life? Like, is there crazy end of school year stuff with your girls? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a short conversation. (laughs) Lainey's finishing up her second year of college. Lucy is finishing up her junior year of high school. She's taking her AP test. That's pretty much done. Ellie is finishing up her sophomore year. Just yeah, just so no like big parties, no field day, no nothing. No, the dance showcase is over, and none of my kids play sports. Well, Lucy actually played on the tennis. What, tennis. She's on the tennis team, and she managed to not play one single game. <laughs> and she just start started out as a beginner, and she like didn't advance enough to play any matches. But she didn't care. So she learned to play tennis. So no, 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 not not much going on. How about you? You've you've got uh, stuff, don't you? You've got uh, eighth grade promotion. We do. We have eighth grade promotion. We have fifth grade promotion. Oh, yeah. Yes. So and Daphne asked me last night, she was like, Mom, what am I gonna wear at fifth grade promotion? And my first thought is the same dress your sister wore. And I thought, "Mm, how do I couch that? And I'm like, well, do you want to wear the dress that Phoebe wore? She's like, yeah, there you go. And I'm like, great. And then I think, I haven't seen that dress in years, so I don't know exactly where it is. So I'm hoping maybe Phoebe has it stashed somewhere because she has quite a pile of clothes in her closet. And then, yeah, I don't know what people wear to eighth grade promotion. I don't know if do they get dressed up? Yeah, nice dresses. I mean, the girls are always looking for an excuse to buy a dress. But yeah, just a nice dress, something casual. Okay. All right. Um, And then with the fifth grade promotion, you're going to go and watch them run through the arch and go to the party? That's what it seems like. I have no memory of doing that with Phoebe. Yeah. What is it that the kids all line up? It's the sweetest thing. So at Buckman, every year, uh, the kids all line up outside the school and um, the kindergartners are the closest to the school. And then as the grades go up, they go farther from the school. And then the fifth graders are at the end of the line and all the kids hold their hands up and then the fifth graders run through the arch. And so then the kids get smaller as they get close to the school (laughs) and they have to duck underneath the kindergartner's arms to into the school. And so every year these kids have been in the arch until they're finally at the end and running through. It's the sweetest thing. And then they go right to their fifth grade party um, that the parents have set up and they've got juice and dancing and it's a huge deal and they don't let any of the little kids see the party. So it's always a big deal to finally get to go into the party because for years they've been hearing about it and they don't know what's going on there. Like maybe everybody's naked or something. I don't think that's what they're thinking. (laughs) Maybe cake. (laughs) I don't know where your mind is going, but, uh, but it's very, very sweet. And then eighth grade promotion is also very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And then, so we're recording this a little early um, because uh, next week from Monday to Wednesday, I am chaperoning to Opal Creek, which is... Oh, uh, you are? Oh, yeah. I guess I haven't told you that. No, that. you're going to spend the night out there? Two nights. Wow. So it's... Watch uh, out for headlights. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're so, so right. Um, so it is... Opal Creek is an old growth forest. Uh, uh, 
<sighs> it's totally old growth. Is it? Yeah, it is. Because it was a mining area, but I guess they just mined the earth and not the trees. Yeah. Mm. And so it is about, as I recall, maybe 90 minutes, maybe two hours away from Portland. Yeah, about two hours. And so you ride there on a school bus and it is completely off the grid. Mm-hmm. Like there is no phone service mm-hmm. at all. There's electricity. On a generator. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Which they, they run from the creek. They have a generator in the creek to produce their electricity. Mm-hmm. And all your water actually comes right from the creek. Wow. Yeah, you drink right from the creek. Wow. You don't have to, but mm-hmm. you should. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it comes uh, tap. Because I went with, when Phoebe's class went, I went with Phoebe's class. Mm-hmm. So that was three years ago. So then... We vowed then and there that um, I came back and I'm like, Jack, okay, when the twins go, we're both going to go. And he kind of hemmed and hawed a little bit. And I was like, no, 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 you're going. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, so we got somebody that Phoebe's going to stay with the family that we carpool with. And so she'll she'll actually go to school and be cared for um, while we're gone. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I It's fun. I'm going to go running while I'm out there. I oh, did, yeah. I did you that last run out there. Yeah. 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 When, when do you go? June? Uh, no, next Monday through Wednesday. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I'm looking forward to that. Gonna make those kids go to bed, aren't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, she is. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a uh, um, and they have good food. They're all vegetarian because they don't want to have to cool the meat. They don't really want to do the refrigeration. Gosh, for the you meat. know everything about Opal no, Creek. I do. I know a fair amount. It was a mining area for for those of you who would like to know. And uh, in the 20s, and then it got whatever i guess the mine ran out or maybe it was never all that successful so the people just left so there's at least one or two buildings remaining from the original camp yeah. and they left their cars out there so oh, there's all oh. didn't you even see the cars the last time you were out there i saw a few of them but i didn't there's, think they looked like they were from like yeah. model t's or something yeah, pretty much but, oh. yeah and and they've just left them out there so you can go look at these old cars that are rusting and there's an old um part of an old mill you kind of have to look mm-hmm. for it that's out there and then there's some other things but um, it's just, and then they've built some houses, some cabins to, um, keep people in for conferences and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just a, yeah, it's a beautiful natural area mm-hmm. and you have to walk three miles in. Yeah. You hike in and hike yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which gives the kids a real sense of adventure and. Yeah. And they give you on the, it's interesting because on the way in the walk, they have the walk to last like two to two and a half hours because mm-hmm. they stop, they show you what a nurse tree is. They tell you how you know that it's an old growth forest. See, I could actually tell you what, there's a song and it's about, um, the things you can look for that define it as an old growth forest. Mm. And one of it is nurse trees, which are trees that have fallen down and then have things growing out of it. There's snags, which are um, the dead branches in trees, like live trees that have dead branches. The dead branch is called a snag. And there's a real need for snags in the environment. Like, I don't know, some some birds, I think, will only sit on those. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll be reminded of it all next week. And there's a couple other things that I'm forgetting. There's a song that helps you remember. And I can hear the tune, but I can't hear what the words I are. I don't know the song. Yeah. But growing up in Portland, kids may not know anything about colonial American, but you ask them about nurse trees or salmon, and they can tell you it all. <laughs> it's That's so like the, true. It's one thing they know. <laughs> it's so true that. I don't know. Do you think other states are as stoically proud of the history and the natural environment as Oregon is? I don't know. I mean, I grew up in Ohio and I barely know Johnny Appleseed. I, I don't know what, do, apple butter. I, I don't think, I, we didn't learn anything. I don't know. <laughs> Certainly or, no salmon. <laughs> but also, do you think maybe it's, um, it's a new gen, like that it's across the country that now it's like, oh, okay, teach yeah, them about local stuff. Because, yeah, the curriculum is what in, 
third grade you learn about portland in fourth grade you learn about Mm -hmm. oregon in fifth grade you learn about the united states or something like that like Mm -hmm. they kind of expand your sphere out Mm -hmm. from that somehow salmon works into every year oh oh yeah oh yeah the whole life oh the well i mean we've seen plays about the whole life cycle of salmon yeah 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 (laughs) my kids won't eat it but yours will um phoebe loves salmon i don't i don't eat salmon so i don't know why they let me stay in oregon i don't drink coffee or eat salmon that's it you're out yeah (laughs) go back to massachusetts right no connecticut yeah oh my gosh there are all those little states who could tell (laughs) they're all over there oh my gosh oh my gosh so all right well let's circle back to found change since as i said it's our topic um we've been Oh, I should say I've been having a banner month. Yes, of, you have. And now that I say that out loud, do you think it's because we haven't run together very much because you ran your marathon? Oh, what am I doing? I didn't even ask you about the marathon. Oh, that? Oh, oh that old thing? <laughs> I found a penny. And, <laughs> I, and, I, and I, I stopped and picked it up, which I... During the marathon. Let's yeah, be clear about yeah, that. And, yeah, and I don't recommend that for people that are really trying to get a great time. But not it didn't affect my time. It was fine. <laughs> No, it was it was good. It was good. Lainey had a, a really good run. Her friend had a really good run. Mine was was fine. Uh, it was you know it was tough. I pooped out about mile eighteen. Not literally. Mm-hmm. Well, n- literally at eighteen, oh. <laughs> there was a porta potty, oh, and my. then I felt much better, and uh, then just figuratively pooped out eighteen point two or whatever it was. You know, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the and then. You know, really, then the last three miles, even though I struggled, I I remember thinking the last three miles, well, this isn't so bad, you know, that I mean, I wasn't going very fast, but I didn't feel as bad as I did at like mile 20 to 23. Oh, interesting. Because in typical Molly fashion, you were so upbeat. I saw you at mile 17, I want to say, and almost at 25. And in, you know, you were so wonderful because at 17, so you were listening to music. The only thing you said to me, you took out your earbud and you said, how did Lane look? Yeah. And I just thought that was so nice and mother runnerly of you mm-hmm. to wonder how your daughter was doing because she was ahead of you in the race. And then at 25, you crack some joke. And I'm like, I was like, all righty. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I said I was never running again, which wasn't much of a joke. At oh, time. okay. I took it as a joke. <laughs> But then we stupidly, I, I ran six miles that day and it wasn't until probably like, I don't know, 10 o'clock the night before that I was like, oh, I should ask Molly if she wanted me to jump in with her. But I thought you'd be running too fast. Yeah. And so I was worried, you know, I was still fresh off Boston then because your race was May 1st mm-hmm. and, and I was supposed to just do six easy. And I thought, well, she's going to be going like a 915. I'm not going to keep up with her. And I wasn't. No. So yeah, I should, that. because particularly it's a, you know, it's a Eugene Marathon's a lovely size race. You mm-hmm. can, you can easily jump in with people. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the thing. I mean, compared to Boston, I mean, it was so sparse, but also like, you know, just the difference in security levels. Oh, I bet. You know, yeah. I just was like, wow, this seems so, you know, homespun. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very nice race. It was. It is an it was excellent a pretty race. race. Mm-hmm. It was very well organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was too bad that the weather was kind of warm, but it wasn't too warm. It oh, was, I know. There was all the was talk shaded. of oh, it's going to be eighty, and you know, I mean, trees were in full bloom. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. with with leaves. It's under a lot of trees. Um, it's along a river for a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, and it was it's lovely. so flat. Yeah. So I wanted to. Do a little, I wanted to do better than the 409 that I did in my, my when I PR'd my last marathon. So I went out trying to go about a little better than a 930, which wouldn't quite get me to my goal. But I thought, well, I'll try to pick it up. And then I was realizing that's about all I'm going to be able to do is a 930. And I was totally fine with that. 
and then just lost pace, like I said later. But, um, but you know, I had a plan. I went for it, and it didn't work out. But that's not the end of the world. I'm I'm glad that I tried it. I'm glad mm-hmm. I didn't go out a lot slower and then wonder, well, what would I have done if I could have gone out a little bit faster? So I'm happy with the race. Mm-hmm. Happy with the race. Mm-hmm. But we should admit that since during our respective marathons, we both had the thought of, this is a mighty long way to run. It's a long way to run. <laughs> long way to run. And, and I, and I it, because before Boston, I had thought maybe it would be my last marathon. Mm-hmm. It's number 13. That's a good number for Colgate grad like myself. Um, and... Um, and that I had texted you afterwards and I said, man, 26.2 miles is, I said, a marathon's a long way of running. You text me back. Oh, I think mine's shorter than that. (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) I want to turn up to the marathon and and have them say like, oh, okay. So this marathon is 18 miles. (laughs) And so, you know, pace yourself and prepare. I'm like, but no, that never happens, does it? Right, right. So we have talked since then that maybe, maybe we won't have any marathons on our tables for a while a while or ever or I don't know we've talked about that but then you've also mentioned a marathon <laughs> right I've already started talking about uh-huh. after the Giants 2017 yeah yeah and it's sort of rattling around in my head <laughs> oh goodness oh my god <laughs> not uh, well, has it found purchase yet <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll see what happens talk about sounds. old growth forests and snags and things like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> after the Giants for people who don't know are is in um northern it? California oh, yeah, is it in Humboldt Maybe or no? I, I, I don't know. It's it, in the Redwood National it's in Forest, the, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, epically pretty, I would think. So yeah, probably yeah. smells good. Yeah, probably smells good. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, well, as I was saying, I've been having a banner month of finding change, mm-hmm. um, maybe because you're recuperate or recovering, I should say, after yeah, maybe. a marathon. So I don't know. Or I, I also- You're good at finding change. Oh, thanks. But you have found a lot without me. I have. Yeah. I have. Now, do you t- tend to find that when you go out later or you no, know, you go out, still go out early, even though mm-hmm. I'm not with you. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So, so I do think it might be um, the universe paying me back literally mm-hmm. for last May when I had my fractured ankle and I was not putting in any, any miles at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, because by, I don't know, maybe by the 11th or 12th of May, I'd found almost $2. Yeah, and you're yeah. finding big money, like quarters. I know, I know that on Mother's Day, I found yeah. a um, penny, nickel, dime, quarter, all separately. Mm-hmm. I found that 69 cents up um, on Alberta, right near MLK. Yeah. And the crazy thing about that was, I don't know if I told you this already, but I'm, so I'm running, and I specifically, I admit, I have been choosing some routes that I thought might um, be fruitful, let's Nothing say. Nothing wrong with that. And, uh, and so I'm running, and um, so I'm on the street Alberta that has a lot of traffic. I'm crossing MLK, which is a highly traveled route. And so I'm running, and then I see a nickel, and I'm like, whoa, a nickel! And then, you know, in typical Molly fashion, as you have taught me, I scan around to look for it. And I'm like, oh, there's a penny. And there's a, and then, and I kept finding these things. And when I went back, I retraced my steps, you know, I don't know, 10 yards, something like that. I found a quarter and a dime and several pennies. And I realized I had run past the quarter and the dime. My goodness. Isn't that crazy? That is. Good thing you went back. I know. I know. So, hmm. um, yes, yeah, so I am having, um, and, and on that same run, I found three other pennies. So I've a total of, so that really jumpstarted me. I, had 72 cents on that run yeah so what are you up to now i would think i've surpassed two dollars i haven't counted that's good so yeah yeah yeah. so um yes um so for today's show we're welcoming three mother runners on the show who will all be talking about finding or not finding money while they run 
One is our money-finding idol, Samantha Hopkins, a mother of two sons who lives in San Antonio, where she makes it seem like the streets are littered with drop money. Another is Krista Ryder, a Portland mother runner with a kindergarten-age son. Krista donates the money she finds while running to a nonprofit that she'll tell us about. And we'll wrap up by talking with Jennifer Martin, a mom of two in North Carolina who, despite training for ultramarathons, doesn't seem to find bupkis on her running excursions. Uh, first up will be Krista, who we'll chat with after this break. Welcome, Krista. It's fun having you in our intimate little studio here with us. We've never had such a full house before. It is very fun to be here. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Krista. Thanks, you are Molly. adorable as ever. Thank you. You've got your cute shoes and your cute purse that I've already admired. Yes, I'm taking it with me. <laughs> oh, too bad. Anybody uh, that has ever seen Krista knows she looks a little bit like Snow White. We always expect the, the birds to be tweeting around her head and uh, the squirrels to be carrying her train. Prince Charming is somewhere around the corner. He's at home cooking. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> Very yeah. nice. Well, oh, he really is charming. Nice. He is a yeah. prince. Wow. <laughs> so it's good to have you here. Thank you. And uh, you want to start by telling us about how long you've been a runner and your progression in the last year or so? Yes. So I started running. It's been not quite five years. It'll be five years this fall. And I became a runner um, right after my dad died. It was kind of my way to clear my head and, you know, just kind of get myself straight. Um, and I was happy just running like three miles, two miles, nothing, nothing fancy. And then about 10 months into it, I did a half marathon and I was hooked. And I did half marathon after half marathon. And then this past year, I finally ramped it up and I ran New York City Marathon, my first marathon Wow. Um, and I'm doing it again, November 6th. I'll be back out there running wow. the five boroughs. Nice, nice. All right, Krista, well, anyone who knows you knows that you have a generous heart, which you put into action by donating all the money you find you're, when you're running. So tell us about the nonprofit that benefits from your miles and how you got started down that road. So all of my change, my found change, goes to Every Mother Counts, um, which is a nonprofit that... Um, provides maternal and childbirth safe pregnancy for mothers everywhere. Um, and I started collecting my change for them because I ran the New York City Marathon for them. And they, I was raising $3,500. And so it just kind of made sense that all of the money that I found as I was running these miles kind of went into a special baggie. And surprisingly, it adds up. Um, last year, 2015, I found $9.40, which, you know, that's that's a good amount. That and was that from when amount. you just started training or was that the no, whole No, that year? was the whole year. So I do it, you know, calendar year. Mm -hmm. um, and We right. have a very, Molly and I are like, huh, huh, $9, mm -hmm. that's a lot of money. <laughs> that is. And it's really sweet because it's, my son now is on board. And anytime we find pennies, even if we're just getting out of the car at the grocery store, he picks it up and he hands it to me. This goes to Every Mother Counts. So it has become very much a family affair. And I love to see his sweet little generous heart, you know, finding pennies and not, like, I'm putting this in my piggy bank. Or if mm -hmm. he finds a quarter, this mm -hmm. is for you, mom. Put it for every mother counts. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, that, that makes it even harder to pull a Tanya Harding on you and <laughs> knock in the kneecaps and take your money. Those squirrels are going to bite me, aren't I they? Know. They will. They will. Uh, but you found a, a $5 bill and a $10 bill on a run. Yes. Where did you find that? What time of day was it? Where was I? As I think that was my money. <laughs> was it? No. Yeah. Was it green? It was green. Yeah. Tell me about the receipt that I found with it. Uh, was it for 
<laughs> uh, I was going to say porn, but no, Dairy Queen from <laughs> Gresham. That was the fright. Yes. I, was, I, I, I stopped there after the other shop. Yeah. So I was running in my neighborhood, which typically you don't find a lot of change up in my neighborhood, but I was running along and I am kind of blind as a bat without my glasses. And so I, I can see coins, but I saw these bills and I thought... Is that money? Because the receipt was covering the bills. And so I kind of just swooped down because there was a man walking his dog. And I swooped down and picked him up and just shoved him into my pocket. Smart move. Yes. And then got a little bit further and called my mom. And I was like, Mom, I think I just found $10. And she ended up calling me back. So we were talking. And when I got home and put my glasses on, I looked. And there was the $10 bill. And then there was a $5 bill hidden inside, not you know, wrapped up inside the receipt. You waited till you got all the way home, huh? I did. Because I couldn't see. Oh, and I think what? I was a little bit nervous. Wow. Like, what if, like, the person is around here yeah. <laughs> they're following me? Because that feels like pennies, quarters, that's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But $15, oh, that, yeah. you know, bills no when, feel like a lot. No when to hold them. No when to fold them. Yes. No when to walk away. Yes. <laughs> when to run. I have found $2 outside of one of my neighbor's house. And that was the first time I was like, should I go knock on their door? But then I thought it mm-hmm. might not have been them. No. Was it on the street? It was on the street. It oh. was not on the mm-hmm. sidewalk. It was in right. the gutter. Yeah. I, I have to say, I one time when I was uh, at the start of a run, I ran into our former postal carrier. And I had just found, I don't know, a penny or something. So I'm like, Troy, Troy, I'm so excited. I just found a penny. And he said that, you know, obviously he covers a lot of ground in his mm-hmm. job. And he said that if he would find money on the walkway to someone's front door... Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like on their property, truly, he would give it to them. Yeah. But if it was on the, you know, the street or the sidewalk, sure. he would just assume it could have been anybody's. Mm-hmm. It could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I probably missed, where did you find it? What street? <laughs> Cause, cause on 22nd, right. Northeast 22nd, just um, yes. north of Alameda, didn't you? North of Alameda. Yes. So you run up in Alameda? Yes. Okay, so that's a residential neighborhood for people that don't know. It's a nice neighborhood. Yes. And like but how many miles do you do? Do you venture out of Alameda or you stay in that I area? I do. No, I come down into Irvington. I do. We I run going a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, we like going. Yeah. Cool. yeah. You know, and I feel like today. cyclists drop their money quite a bit i uh-huh. think that they yeah that we have that we have that theory that um because i think a lot of people and this isn't all just this podcast we definitely are not intending to just be like oh and listen to us we found money it's but like giving tips you know yeah. having something useful yeah. and so that we we definitely have the theory that it's easier for us here in portland because there's so many pedestrians and cyclists yes. and people waiting at bus stops yes and so that, um, you know, particularly if you think about the cycling motion, if you're wearing like kind of cargo pants uh-huh. and you got some change in your pocket and you're, you know, scrunching your leg with uh-huh. each rotation, yeah. some of it's going to jump yeah. out. Yeah. 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 And going is a green way. So it's, it's a, a road design mm-hmm. for bikes and pedestrians. All cars yeah. can go down it, but there's so many bikes and pedestrians mm-hmm. that cars don't bother. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So people know. Yeah, because I mean, this morning when we ran on it, it was like a bike thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What time of day do you go out? So I go after I get my son to school. So generally about 9 a.m. Hmm. So that's part of it is that I wonder... all during the year, you are also out during daylight hours. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we have, um, it's, it's tougher. Time, I, we don't yeah, see much. Yeah. We can yeah. still do it, but it makes it tougher. Yeah. And I wonder if 9 a.m. people have left for work and maybe you're finding more because mm-hmm. the cars are pulled away from the curb. That's oh, a good point. You know, clever. Yes. Or clever. people have gotten to work and gotten out of the car and say, I don't need this pity. Right. Or they've gotten their coffee. They've and gotten or they've coffee. been running late getting into their car. Mm-hmm. Getting Fumbling their with their keys. Mm-hmm. 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 
I like yep. how we all like have these scenarios of how this money has landed there. <laughs> um, so, but because I just always wonder, do people not, you know, if you drop a, do people just not care? Do they think, oh, I'm not going to bend down to pick that up. I'm in a hurry or, oh, it's just changed. Like, I don't, I don't know. And you're always on the street, right? You're not on the sidewalk. Always on the street. Yeah. Very rarely so on the street. So rarely sidewalk, you have pedestrians on the, the street. Yeah. They're usually on the sidewalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe they're not seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So but you found nine bucks last year, you said. Total. Total. Yes. So that's more than either one of us found. Oh, way more than either, yeah. either one of us found. And we're, we really? do lots We do lots oh, yeah, of I mean, miles. I just looked at But you our... know, we combined it. Our, com- combined mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> if we made a combination out of the two yeah. of us. The, no, but I looked for last year at our totals and I found 366 and you found I think 288. Yeah. Hmm. So and I mean, you know, you had a big bump, you found a 10 on uh, MLK day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um I'm 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 totally fine with that. And uh that I yeah, but I mean, we don't ever get up near 9 uh-uh. if it's just, you know, if there's not a big fine like the $10 bill. But my running friends, so I have a group that I run oh, with yeah, every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so anything that they find they give to me when we yeah. run in groups. Mm-hmm. It's they, because they know it's going to every mother counts. Mm-hmm. But then also one of them was running on the way to my house on a Saturday. No, I wasn't running that Saturday, but they found two dollars, and oh. so they held on to it and gave it to me. But again, see that see see if we had generous friends, yes. then we, well, we are not donating our money to every mother counts. <laughs> so maybe that's or to why each you're other. not finding it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the birds and the squirrels are putting it out there for her. <laughs> They see us coming and they pretend to be dead over the money to hide it for her. It's a whole conspiracy. They're waiting till nine. Or, or that's why the chipmunks have really big cheeks. It's because it has it. all the change mm-hmm. stored up. Mm-hmm. Not Krista, not Krista. There's Krista. There goes. There she comes. But it gets hard though. You know, you're running along depending on your long runs. Stopping Oh. to yeah. bend down like at I, mile 16 I of a long say, run. Molly is so agile. She can bend down, like drop down, pick a bale of cotton and get back home. <laughs> I'm just like, really? Because that's why I yell and point at it. Because oh. I like have to lay claim while I'm still standing upright. So you're a team. You work as a team. No. Well, no, no, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you lay claim. I see. And now she is no longer. The pointing. No, uh-uh, I'm not buying it anymore. I'm dropping no, no, down, no. picking a bale of cotton. And if you don't get it, I saw it too. No. And that dime went in my bra. <laughs> That's where it went. And there was about a 15 minute discussion over the fairness of me getting that dime that she claims that she saw first. And I did not give it back. And I do not feel bad about it. Is that where you store them in your bra? I, oh yes, where do you? She store does, those? even th- even oh. though she has, she wears sock yeah. bullet capris often, uh-huh. and will still put it in her bra instead of in the zippered back pocket. I store everything in my bra. I, I, <laughs> Safe it, place. It, oh my gosh, you you have no idea what goes in my bra. There are all sorts of things Sounds in like my bra. Podcast, yeah, but uh, but because I have, I, I'm it's tight in there okay things don't bounce anywhere. around and i know where no it is yeah. no like whereas no. mine would be spurs that jingle jangle yeah. jingle i mean it would be <laughs> <laughs> you think i listened to like folk songs right before i recorded this <laughs> there's this term for songs like that that are like oh. old-timey americana songs i, I know and we and we both know them all which is <laughs> sad get all my illusions i'm glad of it <laughs> um so, well, Krista, thank you so much of for course. joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. So where are you this year? What's your total so far? I, 
I don't keep track. <laughs> I I wait until the end of the year. It's like a surprise. What do you kind think? Of like Christmas. What do you think? Like how how big is how I'm, full is a jar? I'm probably close. Well, she's got to, more than fifteen dollars. Yeah, I've got fifteen. And then I found a couple ones, so I'm Dang. like I'm probably maybe close to twenty dollars, maybe like nineteen. Yeah. I haven't found paper money since right around Easter, twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is the champion. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Get out of here. Wait on. No, get out of here. <laughs> I'm Just taking go. my purse. <laughs> now let's welcome Samantha Hopkins, who Molly and I should just admit up front, we are incredibly envious of Samantha because this San Antonio mom of two finds loads of money and credit cards and jewelry and other valuables on her runs. Hello, Samantha. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Molly. Well, hi, Samantha. So, so good to have you on the podcast. I'm very jealous of all your your finds. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your running history first and how you got started? And I heard that your first marathon was in P-Town. It was. It was indeed. Yes, I had a great experience in Portland. Um, As far as my running background goes, I did not start out as a runner. In fact, I think I was the only person on my high school track team that refused to run. I was a high jumper. And what high school coach would ever allow an athlete to do this? But I just said if she wanted me on the track team, I wasn't going to run, but I jumped for her. And she agreed to it. Um, And then fast forward to my 30s when I couldn't lose the baby weight and had uh, this little infant that I couldn't take to the gym. And I fell in love with running and have been doing it um, since 2009. So I'm a late onset runner. Um, (laughs) I love that term. (laughs) Yes, that's me. I started off with um, just simple. I'm going to run from light post to light post. And what I guess it's just evolved. I never thought I would do a half marathon, let alone a marathon. But because of the encouragement and the support of the tribe, I actually signed up for my first marathon in 2015 and I ran Portland and it was such an amazing experience that I've signed up to do my second one, which I always thought I'd be a one and done person. Mm. But no, I've signed up for my second. So I'm doing the heart rate training um, for the outstanding plan. And I'll be running the Marine Corps Marathon in October. And I guess I just love a challenge. Wow, that's great. Awesome, awesome. And I have to say that you hung out with some bammers when you were here in Portland. You and Cindy hung out for quite a while, didn't you? We did indeed. I just love this tribe. I love all these phenomenal women. It's, It's such a family. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I heard from, this is Cindy Pelto, who lives just outside Portland and oftentimes helps me stuff the swag packages that go out to the train like a mother club participants. And so she was like, oh, yeah, Samantha and I met for coffee. You know, I thought maybe it'd be like an hour. And then about three hours went by or something. (laughs) I was like, well, I'm glad you hit it off. I knew you would. (laughs) Well, when you put two mother runners together, I guess we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have a theory that some folks naturally are on the lookout for money while running and that they spot money 
And then there are people who could run like right past a $20 bill and not see it. So do you agree? And do you think you have like a black belt in spying money? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have a black belt, but I do agree with your theory. Um, I know for me, I have kind of weak ankles. And so I'm always afraid I'm going to step on a rock or somehow twist it. So I feel like I'm looking about six to eight feet in front of me at the ground. Um, just because I, I don't know, self-preservation. I started it when I first started running and lo and behold, I learned that the sun will glint off a penny or a dime Mm -hmm. and just kind of, it's almost like a aha moment (laughs) and there it is. And so I'm able to pick it up. But my husband is the type that he'll just run right past the $5 bill and look back at me like, why'd you stop? Oh, my goodness. Because, hello, I've got a Blinken right here. He's saying (laughs) hi to us. So I have to... I have to say it's funny that you say about the the sun glinting off the money because just this morning that's how I found a dime. We were it was late start Wednesday here in Portland and uh, so Molly and I ran a little later in the day than we usually do and I saw the sun glinting. I think and I'm like I don't think that's broken glass. I think that's change. <laughs> Score. Yeah, yeah. And then it led to finding another yeah. nickel and penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, which, the Molly got which yeah. I got. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Do you find that when you find one, you often find more? Like, do you look around? That's one of our theories. Yes. Yes, indeed. And um, I will say, especially on like a a Sunday run, I might, I don't know why, and I don't know if it's a Texas thing, but I feel like at stoplights, um, people just, for whatever reason, dump coins out the side of their window. And so I find a lot of coins at intersections. And before I used to get annoyed when I would get stopped at a red light, but now I'll actively look around the median and it's amazing what you can find there. And then, then are you saying then you'll like go back on your run to pick it up? You won't like put the car in park and hop out and get the change, right? Oh no, no. When I'm actually running. When I'm oh, actually- I see. Oh, yes. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had told me that we had uh, profiled you on our website. I did a Q&A with you. Gosh, I think it it was a long time ago, like maybe like four years ago, maybe three years ago. I think and, three years ago. Yeah. And you had said that um, y- you have seen people in Texas just you know, roll up to the stoplight and dump, you know, basically their ashtray full of change out the window. Yes, and, it, it makes yeah. no sense to me. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, no, 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 no. They... But I found when I've gone on vacation in other states, I don't, and perhaps it's just where I'm vacationing. I don't know, but I don't seem to find quite as much coin in the road as the routes I've been running um, here in San Antonio. I don't, I don't know what it is. Oh, oh. that's interesting. Yeah, because we've looked at the intersections too, based on what your history has been, and <laughs> do not find them on any regular basis, and we never see the big dumps like that so I wonder if it's a local thing for you guys yeah. I don't know but I'm just thankful for the people that are crazy enough to throw their money on the oh, ground yeah. because I'll pick it up <laughs> I did there was at one time that uh, Molly and I were running we and I think I've told this story on the podcast so I'll try to keep it short but that we we turned one block before what ended up being a huge dump of change yes that Jessica, who does some work part-time for us, had seen on a walk and she didn't want to stuff it all in her pocket. So she texted me 
And so I, it was a block away from our house and I grabbed Daphne and I'm like, come on, we're going to go find change. And it was, it seemed like it somehow might've been organized because we got to all these pennies and then nickels and then dimes and a few quarters in, in order almost, but over quite a, like a distance of, you know, I don't know, a third of a block or something like that spread out. Um, but our, our rule is that you, you can't count it unless you find another run. So it didn't count. Yeah, I still have that. <laughs> it was $7.51 and, and Daphne and I still yeah. have it. And we're trying to decide that money. That's a I lot tip, of money. Yeah, it is. And I want to actually buy something, mm-hmm. you know, not something not ephemeral. Like I'm not going to just let her buy, you know, not a yogurt Doritos or, or something. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a yogurt. That's, a, that's a, that would be about $7.51. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know I found um, and it was on one of my longer runs. I think it was an 18 miler. Um, and I was chugging up a hill and I found just a slew of Canadian coin. Oh, and I, I don't know why, but it totaled. And I'm, I'm not sure as far as the exchange goes, but it was $8 and six cents. Wow. you know, as best as I can tell, that's what it was. Um, and I just thought, what in the world is Canadian coin doing here? Right, oh, yeah. right. So close I to the Mexican know. border, you know, you should be finding, you know, pesos or something. <laughs> yes. And actually, so far, I have found 10 pesos, which doesn't add Ooh. up to much. But I <laughs> threw it in the uh, run jar. And, you know, we'll see what I end up with towards the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for what, uh, Sarah, and you've talked about, you have these reliable places that you find money. What else besides the corners, you know, the stoplights, do you find? Uh, you I know you go to bars and, mm-hmm. you know, but, oh, and also what time of day do you run? I am an early morning runner. I find that it's the best way. I love the sunrise and I love to get up early, get the run done. I have my whole day ahead of me. And if I don't accomplish a single thing for the rest of the day, I can at least say I ran six miles and mm-hmm. man, that felt good. But uh, is that 6 a.m. So, or 5 a.m.? Uh, for me, I... I'm a teacher, and so I normally run during the week at 5 a.m., and then on the weekends, I try to get out just before sunrise, so right now, that's about 6, 6.15 on a Sunday morning. So you're early. So Krista, who was just here, she goes at 9. She also finds a lot of money, so we've got... uh, My theory was that maybe you find more later in the day, but now you're you're blowing my theory. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my thinking, and I seem to do the best on Sunday mornings, and Mm -hmm. I don't know if people just imbibe too much on Saturday evening and leave it behind for the early birds on Sunday morning to find. Um, I'm not sure, but I know that when I've gone, especially in the summer when I'm off, I'm a teacher. Um, I don't know if I said that, but I know that if I go running on say a Monday, I'm not as likely to find as much. And Mm. so I'm not sure if, if, you know, that thought holds any water, but it just seems like Sunday mornings seem to be the best. Um, and you so, oftentimes go, do you actually specifically then try to hit up a bunch of bar parking lots? Because you've told me in the past that those, like, do you plan runs, you know, to say, okay, I'll go down that road because there's like three bars that I can look in their parking lots. And, and where are the parking lots? Are you like looking like parallel to where the cars park or more in the out, outskirts <laughs> or by the door? No, seriously. And what's the address? <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you were there? <laughs> I will share. Yes, yes. Um, no, I... 
there is a bar that is about um, a mile away from our house that mm-hmm. I can run to very easily. And so I can run through that parking lot. And I will, if you, um, if any of you are friends with me on Strava, my maps look very funny. Um, <laughs> as, as far as I'll go, I like to run just one row um, up and down each parking lot, you know, in the parking lot where the cars would be parked. And I'll run kind of in the center of the row about where say the car would be or pardon Mm -hmm. me the um driver door would be right about there and so i'll just run one line down that row and then go to another row where the um parking spots are and go down it and um you know just see but yes i have planned routes before on say a longer run where time didn't matter i didn't have a goal that i was trying to um make then i will try to see how creative can i be to hit up a few bar parking lots and kind of string them together and see what I'll find. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you have also said that um, drainage ditches that run parallel to roads, which we don't have here in Oregon, but you've said you've turned up some great finds in those. I have. My best actual cash find was $56. Um, and it was one of the largest, I, I guess one of the early finds I found, but it was just in a, a washout from the road, like where um, floodwaters might drain off. Mm-hmm. And it was just alongside a major highway that I was running. We have large easements on the sides of our highways. And I was just running along on a Sunday morning and I found a 20 and then not too far away was a 10 and then there was another 20 and a five and oh my goodness at that point i'm kind of looking around thinking is this going to be a gotcha (laughs) is it a hoax is somebody playing a trick on me and i stuffed that money as fast as i could in my spy belt and i just kept on trucking because i didn't know what to expect (laughs) yeah and none of them were attached to fishing line or anything like that thinking that would be the case yes Uh no no um and then I actually, I might've looked up and like seen if there was like a a plane that was like dropping it out, like some hijacker or something was, you know. What's his name? B.D. Cooper? Right, right. (laughs) D.B. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. It was D.B. Cooper money. Did you check it out? Yeah. (laughs) You just never know. You really don't. Um, But I have found jewelry. You mentioned finding jewelry. I found uh, it was a large ring and I like to describe it as a pimp ring. I don't know if that's appropriate (laughs) to say, but um, a very large man's gold ring. And I had looked at the stone and it was enormous. Um, And I thought, oh, surely it's not real. But I'll put it on my thumb and I'll carry it home and who knows? <laughs> and we ended up, we took it to a jeweler and we sold the ring for $240 and it turned out wow. the stone was just glass, mm-hmm. but the gold was actually worth something. Wow. And so that money went into the run jar for that year. Um, and that was in 2013 when we had our largest uh, mm-hmm. accumulation of money, $427. Oh my goodness. But, yeah. but 240 wow. of that came from the gold pimp ring. So oh, that's awesome. And do you donate your money? We do. We that's uh, what I thought you did. And I think that's probably why we're adept at finding it and putting it in the, the run jar. We do donate it to a running related charity, uh, the H on Uganda children's fund. And, then my husband's company actually matches mm-hmm. our donations. Awesome. And so it's pretty nice. So last a year, I wrote down the totals um, so it would be present. But in 2013, we found $427 mm-hmm. 
and change. In 2014, we found $147. Oh um, in 2015, we only found $97. But with the company match, it really adds up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's kind of so. crazy that um, the year you were training for your marathon, you found less yeah. money. Well, you know, I I really I thought about it. And when I was training for the marathon, I was more focused on my pace and also finding a long stretch of road. I wasn't interested in kind of meandering. It was more the thought mm. of, I want to survive this 20 miler. <laughs> and so I was looking for routes that had water fountains and I didn't have to deal with traffic. So I kind of stuck to the greenways and some new running paths that our city is building. Mm. Um, and so I think that's part of why um, the totals went down. I'm not sure, hmm. but and- and do you live near the any part of the Riverwalk there in San Antonio, the the Riverwalk that is so beautiful and that I adore? No, we are um, out in the suburbs, so it's a good twenty five minute drive or so to downtown oh, okay. to where the Riverwalk is. But we have plenty of gorgeous areas and quite a lot of hills mm. um, right around where I am. So, do you ever run on the Riverwalk? Walk? Just make a trip down there to do it. You know, actually, we had a nice little Bammer meetup. Um, oh, it yeah, was with Adrian. Yeah. Yes, with mm-hmm. Adrian and a few other um, Bammers, was- uh, Kristen and Angie. And we just had a delightful evening and then went out to dinner. Oh, nice. Did nice. you find any change? <laughs> no, actually, um, I don't think we did that night. Mm-hmm. No, but we had a lot of laughs, and that, I think, was better than finding change. More valuable. Yes. Yes, most. Yes, indeed. Yes. If that's the case, then then Molly and I are just filthy loaded because we have lots of laughs, <laughs> on our run. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Samantha. I always love talking found money with you. Yeah, oh, thanks, Samantha. You bet. You bet. Thank you so much, ladies, for calling me. Okay. Bye bye. 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 Finally, we are joined by Jennifer Martin, a mom of two teens who lives and runs in Raleigh, North Carolina. Jennifer goes by the nickname J-Mart, so I might slip up and call her that. Uh, She was a teammate of mine for Ragnar Napa Valley in 2014, and I've gotten the pleasure of hanging out with her a few times at some North Carolina AMR events in the past. So welcome to the podcast, J-Mart. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Good to have you on the show, Jennifer. Uh, I hear you do ultra marathons. Can you tell me about that and your running background? Well, I I do. I um, started running, I think it's about seven years ago, kind of midlife crisis, getting ready to turn 40 type of thing. And I started out with a half marathon. And then I said, well, if I could do a half marathon, I decided, well, I could do a marathon. And I'd actually signed up for my second marathon before I'd even finished my first. So um, I think I was rather committed. So, um, yeah, so I've been doing that for about seven years. And, you know, I just, I don't know what the pool was, but I think the pool for running for me was always, you know, you can do so much more. And I remember running four miles and then running seven miles and then running 11 miles. And it's just, I get so excited when I accomplish something new. So after I'd accomplished the 26.2, you know, many times I was like, "Mm, time for the next challenge. And I think, I think Dimity had summed it up the best when one of her quotes, and I can't quote it exactly as she says, you know, it's, it's when it's not a gimme, 
it's it's mm-hmm. it's a challenge and that really resonated with me and and I really like signing up for things that aren't a give a gimme a give me so that's that's how I ended up in the ultra running world so it's so, been fun so what's what's the longest ultra you've done um in a 24 hour race I did last fall I did 75.7 miles Oh don't, my goodness! Don't forget the point seven. So, <laughs> yes. So my, that's my, on trails, I imagine. Well, no, this was road. My first ultra was um, a friend of mine. You know, we were doing back-to-back marathons, and she was turning forty, and she had a great idea that we were going to do forty miles for her fortieth birthday, and we oh, were just—that's a, a great idea. That's such yeah. a great idea. Oh well, <sighs> nah. yeah. I mean, (laughs) right. And we're like, we were like, oh yeah, we're doing back to back marathons. We're trying to be marathon maniacs, but we didn't want to pay the fee because we thought it was ridiculous. But we're (laughs) like, um, so I'm like, okay, we can do it. All right. This was a trail marathon in Georgia and it's called, um, the Pine Mountain 40. Oh my God, that was so stupid. I had no business being out there. I got, um, basically made it 27, 28 miles at about seven and a half hours, and I got pulled, me and a whole bunch of other people, because we, you had to meet, uh, meet the cutoffs. But mm-hmm. I was really bummed out. But I was like, could I at least not made it 30 miles? But <laughs> it was probably really steep, too, huh? Oh, it was horrible. It was like hiking, yeah. bouldering. Oh. I had no business being out there. Zero. Well, so you went out there and tried it. You got, you got to give yourself credit for that. You know, try and fail, right? Well, yes, Why and not? I did good. But, th- yeah. but it, made, it made the redemption that much sweeter. So I when I. When I, I think that was right after I saw you, Sarah, when y'all launched the, mm-hmm. uh, you were doing an AMR tour, I think for the mm-hmm. second book and y'all mm-hmm. were here and I was going that weekend to do my 42 mile and it was a road ultra and I slammed it. I did it. So it was, that was Ooh. my redemption. So it was good. It was oh good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you had your whole posse there with the, oh, yeah. they had the, the shirts and everything. I mean, oh, they, yes. you have some good running friends down there. I do. I have good people, good people. So, <laughs> but you know, they, they're a little frustrated with me. They're like, Jennifer, I've made some new friends, uh, oddly enough on Twitter that are in the ultra scene and, the, and I call them my new friends. And they're like, please go make new friends that will run ultras with you. We really encourage these friendships. So it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so these, so these new friend groups have not merged yet, but they are so excited that I have new friend groups to, to run some of these ultras with. Cause they're like, you're, you're killing us. We can't do it. So oh it's good. God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, speaking of Twitter, um, a bunch of us Ragnarians from the 2014 uh, team compare our hashtag found change tales on Twitter. Yes. Yet, yet it seems you continually come up empty. Um, <laughs> the, the and you're, you're doing oh, a lot oh of God. miles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm the loser of this whole group. So I, yeah, I don't know how this is. And this all started because you, Sarah mm-hmm. had started posting all this change. It's like, what is wrong with people in Portland? Do they just empty their pockets, cons- you know, constantly? I'm like, this, this something's wrong because I was like, this doesn't happen. Uh-huh. And so you inspired me and you said, well, if you start looking, you'll find it. Uh-huh. And so last year, when I think we did the AMR goals in 2015, I uh-huh. made it one of my goals that I was going to find a dollar, one dollar, nice. nice. one dollar. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't find my first penny until February of 2015. Mm-hmm. And you told me, because I think you're the wise one of the, of this whole process. Like you're oh, like I the, like the fine like money that. God. We need to come up with some name for you. you and Molly's good at it, too. But um, I found a penny and you said the floodgate will open and it did. So I ended the year with a dollar ninety eight. 
Well, all right. <laughs> Look at that. You totally surpassed your goal. You almost doubled it. I, I think you made more than I did. Found more than I did. Well, and then my family, my family's like, well, are you going to set a new goal? I'm like, no, I already achieved it. So, <laughs> no. But, you know, it, it, it turned into a whole kind of family thing where, you know, I remember coming back Easter and my husband was like, ha, ha, ha. And he was throwing change out the window saying, I hope you find it. And I'm like, you know, so. That's a cute idea. Did you go back and look for it? I never found it. Oh. You know? And I had another friend, Catherine, throw some um, money out in her cul-de-sac. I never found that either. So I was like, oh there must gosh. be other people out there. But I kind of feel like that was cheating a little bit. So. Oh, sure. Oh, you exactly. Because we established rules because, well, I have rules. I don't know about everybody else. But, you know, my rule is you have to be in the act of running to, to, for it to count. That's you, our rule, too. Okay. We, although it, we do, we have some caveats to that. It can be anything athletic. So if you're riding a bike and you find money, okay, or also, um, I found a, I found sometimes I've found money um, at the place where we do bar when we run there and run home. Okay. I, I found a penny in last week in the cubby where I put my shoes, and Molly goes, "Yeah, that counts." So okay. we ran there. I wonder yeah. if we drove there if it would count. No, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't definitely okay. wouldn't because I do. I I have a separate change container for money that my family and I find just out and about. Oh yes, because you find money everywhere, and I think it's you know <laughs> I think of you every time. Like when I saw some in the you know airport stall, the pennies in front of the toilet, and I'm like, I know Sarah Bowen Shea would pick these up. I'm like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> and what, and what did you say? I sure would. <laughs> oh, I know. And then Lisa Peterson chimes in. She's like, I would just wash it. <laughs> oh, no. Molly, would you pick those up? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, my God. No, y'all. That, that's where I draw the, draw the line. So. Well, well, can I tell you also, um, so you bring up my uh, theory that I had, which is if you run past a penny and don't pick it up, then you're not going to find any more change. And oh. so, but then it turns out that my best friend, who is not a runner, she lives in Brooklyn, and um, she's very funny and yeah. um, somewhat offbeat. And uh, so she and her daughter were out visiting and my friend's name is Chalkley. And Chalkley um, and I were going somewhere and I found a dime. And she yells out, ooh, dimes are the turtles of change. And I'm like, um, okay. But I know exactly what she meant, which is that it must be that people think that turtles are harbingers of um, money coming into your life. And so she has a theory that, that when you find mm. a dime, it's mm. uh, more money coming into your life. So there is meaning. So this is good. There's, yes. there's greater meaning. And so that, you know, <laughs> what I think is funny too, is that, you know, on this whole quest last year, I had decided, um, you know, kind of amping up my ultra game. And I had really kind of been thinking that, gosh, I really, you know, I have 70, I wanted to do 75 miles and I was thinking, you know, I really want to do a hundred, but I don't want to commit to it yet, but I'm thinking about it. So mm -hmm. I I changed my Twitter handle from Marathoning Mom to Boxer Runner 100. And that was my like subliminal goal to think, to keep it out there that I'd be ready one day to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, I did that. And literally three days later, I was um, out running and I found, once again, me coming up empty, a quarter of a hundred dollar bill. Oh my, now, oh yeah, my goodness. A quarter. So, 
it, it is still yet to be decided if it's real. Everybody's like, it's a serial number on it. Take it to the bank. I'm like, I don't care. It's a sign from the running gods. So <laughs> on that same run home, when I found this $100 bill, I was elated. Um, I also, there were my neighbor's uh, boxers had gotten out, and I do boxer rescue. And, and actually, by, no, by and a Weimaraner had gotten you, loose. Yeah, I think yeah. you need to tell people you mean boxers like dogs, not like oh, yeah, boxers Rocky like Balboa. Dogs, yeah. And yeah, boxers, Muhammad Ali. The, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, boxers, they, they have a boxer and a Weimaraner, and they had gotten loose and they're notorious for running the neighborhood. And on my way home, I, uh, I gathered them up and got them safely back in their fence. So, so I felt like this was some type of karma that during the six mile run, I found the quarter of a hundred dollar bill and I rescued dogs. So I'm sure that it's a sign from the running gods. It was the stamp of approval on my new goal of seeking a hundred miles. I'd so, say so. Yeah. Those are very good omens. Yeah. Yeah. So why like, do you think you don't find more Jennifer? I don't know. I, so I'm pretty dry right now. My guess with the other ladies you've talked to today, I'm a total of 12 cents. Oh, for the year? Yeah. For the year? Yes. Mm. That is, yeah. I mean, this time last year I had reached my goal. But I think like Sarah says is once you focus on it, you find it. So I don't know. I've been running trails okay. and um, a lot this year and I haven't found any, but I've had my friend Ange who found $112 last oh. year on, on the Greenway in Raleigh. All in one place or? Yes. It was, it was a hundred dollar bill, a $10 bill and two singles. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so she's, so she doesn't, she doesn't even collect, she doesn't even find money. She doesn't, you know, make it a practice to try to find change on her run. And my Mm -hmm. other running friend, Becky, um, same thing. She found $40. I'm like, (laughs) Hmm. So we need to find out where the illicit activity is going on. And co- yeah, when I applied it was a drug deal, Molly implied it might be another type <laughs> of something else. Transaction. Transactional. Might be yeah. down right. and yeah, yeah. things you could know, fall out. Yeah. I live, I live near a university. I run downtown Raleigh. I'm like, there are people drinking out here, emptying their pockets all day long. Where is this money? Oh, that's so, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do I live in a, an environment that should have more change. And I was going to tell you to not poo poo trails because my largest cash find ever which is not impressive at all compared to the friends you just talked about was um eight dollars and it was on a trail in marin county california and um i had taken a wrong turn and i just went i don't know a little ways before i realized i'd gone the wrong way but when i right before i was about to turn around there was eight dollars staring me in the face see see it's yeah i don't know you can find money running off-road i think it's a little less common let's say yeah i'm you know that should be my next goal is i really need to find a full dollar bill paper bill but yeah Yeah. i mean i'm just trying to get to my a dollar so you know i don't know if y'all read there there was a article in runner's world years ago and i meant to try to google it but there was a guy who's picked up change his entire running career and he continues to and he pays for his race entries wow oh that's a lot that's that's you'd have to find a lot of money to do that you will so you know so I was going to Google it because I, you would love to read it. And I, I think it was right when I started running. It was a Runner's World article, but it was it was really interesting. So, but, you know, I figured at this point with my $1.98 from last year, I could sign up for the Barkley Marathon because that's $1.60. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We watched that documentary. Um, <laughs> so, so what do, speaking of that, what do you do with the, with the $1.98? Did you, did you keep it? Do you plan on spending it? Oh, no, it's in a bag. I have it in a bag and I have it totaled up with a little sticky note in there that says $1.98 and I put it away and I'm with, like you, I have a cup beside my sink and I have my 
my current finding of 12 cents in there. So I'm like, nobody put any change in here from the laundry, from anywhere. This is my, don't touch it. This is my total. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I still have my jars from past years up on the top shelf of my closet. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you keep it too. I do keep it because I don't know if I, I just don't know what I would ever spend it on. I mean, I, I have to say this. I take it back. That $8 I found, that was the most I've ever found running. I one time found a $50 bill when I lived in Boston. And that that was when I was married to my first husband. So that, and when I lived in Boston. So it was sometime between 1992 and 1996. I still have that $50 bill. Oh Oh like I could, I could find it right now. It is, I know exactly <laughs> where it is. And okay. because I, I don't know if I like, what am I supposed to do? Like buy like a nice pair of earrings with it and then be like, oh yeah, these are my $50 earrings. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Molly, do you save your money? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I found a hundred dollars one time. It was it was five twenties. It was all together. She wasn't and, with me. Uh, okay. No, and it, and it was Easter Sunday. It was my Easter Sunday miracle, and I think I used that to buy my daughter a entry you, to a race or some shoes or something. Yeah, no, no, like no. That. You were you were running with Lane, your yeah. oldest daughter, and sh- I know you know who Lane is. I want to tell everyone <laughs> else who Lane was. Um, that uh, <laughs> and so uh, you paid for her entry to Victoria Marathon, which was her first marathon. Yeah. See, yeah. Now that so, is, that's what I did. So I, I remember Molly's generosity. She yeah. doesn't remember yes. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. And I think you maybe tweeted about that or talked about it on the mm-hmm. podcast. So I mm-hmm. think that's absolutely appropriate. So I guess mm-hmm. my plans is I would save it. And then, you know, it's going to be a long time for me to have anything significant. Yeah, that's kind of where <laughs> to I am, too. What am I going to do with the three bucks? Other than the yeah. Barclay Marathon, which I'd never do. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, you never know. I might, this, there might be, it might be this weekend. You just never know. That's such a good, mm-hmm. good note to go out on that it could be this weekend. It could be. That. And I you will know because it will be all over the, tw- you know, Twitter. All, yes, over. all over the, the Twitter universe. The Twitter yeah, hashtag. <laughs> yeah. We all hashtag over found it. change. Hashtag but, found change. So, but maybe, you know, if for AMR, you know, I know you're having the AMR retreat, which is wonderful and lovely, but I'm really gunning for a, a AMR, you know, find change workshop so we can all come to Portland and run with you and Molly and find all this change. Cause I just think it's, there's some definitely some techniques that you all have that you need to share. Well, so. you'll have to listen to when you listen to the podcast, listen to Krista. So we all need to run with Krista is what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the one, she's okay. the one finding the money. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Cause if we were to do a symposium or a workshop about <laughs> it, we would have to then like, you know, drive out ahead of time and put some change and plan it. Cause have I also, I don't, maybe I've said this on the podcast. I also have my big daydream is that I design an app that when oh. you get back from running, it shows you the change you missed. Oh, be- that would be awesome. Because I just think, you know, like I can envision a road I've run down and mm-hmm. like little like red blinking lights are like, oh, you missed this quarter here, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm a dime. You missed me over here. Yeah. And- <laughs> They're like screaming at you, dummy, dummy. Right, right. So, uh, so that's the app. It's like Strava, but with that added layer in there. The well, change. Yeah. you got connections at Strava. Maybe you can get them to work on it. You know, right, right. Get some IT guy. Yeah. Well, one of my friends today at the office said, you know, I was telling her about this because she saw my change on my desk, and she's like, "Why do you have change in a bag?" And I told her, and she goes, "Oh my God, it's like you need a metal detector in your running shoes." I'm like, "Oh that's my God, you're right." We need Metal detector and running shoes. Brilliant. (laughs) Jennifer, go to the patent office. Right? I'm I'm buying them. I'm buying them. I don't care how, how they feel. I'm buying them. That yeah. Good. We'll have to hone it in there because there's a lot of metal out there. You know, all those caps and, and the paint. Yeah. We're going to have to work is, on it. Yeah. For yeah. money. I, yeah. 
episode. And anyway. also because how often do you get tricked by gum? Like the oh, that you, pisses me off. Bird oh. gum, paint, and bird poo. Yeah, oh, bird poo. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, after the Fourth of July, when they've got the little caps around that that yeah. kind of look like money too, that's that's a tough time. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're in a flow and you're like, oh, I saw something. And you turn around and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just paint. Or oh, I know. And then, and then you have to. Then you have to. Oh, I got to get back up to tempo right? pace. That's going to yeah. be hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't. I'm just. I'm just glad. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say this either. That none of us have fallen or gotten hurt on our quest for change. But you know, it's. <laughs> Molly has thrown out an arm from to stop me <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> well, Molly, you need to start. Well, your next fund will be for your medical bills if this continues to happen. Right. It's not going to be me that gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's. To, it's well, to stop the other one. Yeah. The, well, the, between the two of you all, also fighting over who I found it that, first. That's and right. The arms are flying, we'll be in there together. Know? They'll say, "Ladies, what happened?" Well, yeah, it's yeah. a sad story, but we have tests to show for it. I know. Well, you know, I'm sure we look really crazy by the cars that come by when we're jumping out in the middle of the street, you mm-hmm. know, pulling out change and in the intersections. You know, they're probably like, "What are they doing?" But, oh, especially okay. when we're screaming at each other oh, in we, the middle of, of yeah. the intersection. Yeah, we were we were up by this park. This is a long time ago. This yeah. is one of our first change found change stories and i've probably shared it on the podcast but i will again that so and this was the time that molly like threw the arm through the elbow and uh <laughs> so she's like oh money and she like darts it from me and we just start screaming and howling with laughter and then she found like another one right away and then it was it was alongside a park so there were no intersections coming and no roads crossing so we were a good two blocks from this woman it was early she was just coming back from a yoga class she had an, a yoga mat with her she was like when we get up to her, she's like, are you guys okay? And we're like, oh, I wrote about this on the blog. That's what I did. And I'm like, yeah, we found money. And da, 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 and we start blathering our story. And then I'm like, can you take our picture? <laughs> we found 14 cents. Yes, that, that was pretty much it. I think it might have only been seven or eight cents. And then the, then the great thing was, was that, uh, I forget how it was, but that woman, one of her friends that later, I don't know, Portland's such a small town. She's like, hey, did you run into two women who found some money while they were running? She's like, yeah, how'd you know? She's, they were like, oh, I read about it on the blog or I don't know, something oh my crazy. Gosh. <laughs> That's great. That's absolutely fabulous. So, so, so the, uh, it go, we go, it goes way back. So, yes, yeah. it's yes. good. Well, yes. it's, it's fun, you know, and I think it is fun. It's, it's fun kind of tallying it and sharing it on, you know, Twitter and all this yeah. stuff because it, it, it's a great diversion, you know? It is. And, and that's that's really what it is. It's a diversion yeah. on those long runs. It's something to yeah. talk about. Yeah. Why not? Right. right. We're, yeah. we're not, hurt, not really hurting anyone. Right. No, no, <laughs> not hopefully not. Y'all need to keep it in check though. Keep it have, in check. Have you ever found anything interesting? Like, you know, I don't know jewelry or severed head or anything like that no (laughs) no no. we did find a girl um passed out in the middle of the street um before a a five o'clock run or 5 30 run and we pulled over we went over and kind of you could literally smell the alcohol coming off of her but we we literally thought she was dead um and we did get her to come to and i guess she just had a uh, a big night and fell asleep in the street and I have no idea how she managed but she woke wow. up thankfully I mean we were kind of nudging her it, it was a little, oh. it was a little frightening so oh my gosh well thank yeah, but, came along yeah, yeah. little exactly. extreme any so. change under? No, that's terrible. That was bad. <laughs> no. Sarah, I like to check your pockets. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. 
So, woo! No, okay. but yes. That's, At least sorry, we didn't have to end on a downer note. No. Molly can always bring, bring it back to a joke. A little morbid, but other than that, no, Molly, I haven't found anything really interesting, you know. So mm. that was, but that was, that kind of sticks in my oh, mind. Oh, yeah, that's, so. that's yeah. definitely interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Topic for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. All righty, J Marble. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'll Take see care. you on Twitter. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. some travels coming up where I'm looking forward to crossing paths with mother runners. I want to share them with you because I hope it'll be you that I see. Memorial Day weekend, I'll be selling merch from the mother runners store at the Happy Girls Race in lovely Bend, Oregon. I'll also be emceeing that race, my fifth anniversary of doing that emceeing, which I love. Then June 3 and 4, I'll be on the opposite side of the country in Annapolis, Maryland, selling our clever tees and accessories at Zuma Annapolis, another great all-women's race. I'm also MC of that race, so I should be good and warmed up for my gig at the previous weekend. And we're also going to have another Mother Runner booth at Grandma's Marathon in Duluth, June 16 and 17. Please stop by and peruse our wares and say hi. Many happy change-strewn miles to you. 